Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Osiris. All right, we are live. We are here. Uh, Jonathan and I are here from the Helping Friendly Podcast, and we just we just couldn't do this alone, so we brought in some reinforcements. We have Ryan Storm I mean, here. I mean, Hello. we could, but Ryan's going to bring some fun to the party. So exactly, thank Welcome, you, Ryan. You, you, you're one of the only people that's ever called me fun. So you know that that's exciting. <laughs> and you you bring the you bring the median diary. bring the median age of our of this podcast down significantly, which we appreciate for our for our younger viewers. I was going to say so I can you. only I can only do so much to counteract Jonathan bringing the median age up. So, but. <laughs> Um, Jonathan, if you had, if you were writing the the fish.net or jam based review of last night, what, what would your, what would your headline be? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's so many options. Like there's so much running through my head. Uh, yeah. take care of your shoes. Um, <laughs> fish got me wet. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know when the rain comes dot, yeah. dot, dot. You know, like let's make a Beatles reference. Uh, I don't know, guys. I like I, I like all three. Those are all great options. Ryan, do you have one? Uh, go, uh, fish doesn't play petrichor in the rain. Or John Fishman defies weather curfew for sake of bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, That's good. I honestly, I think that uh, they ran back to the practice room and played petrichor. Yeah, that's yeah. That, I'm I certain know. that's what happened. Yeah, I, I want to know what their conversation was like after walking off stage last night because they just seemed like they were just like you know like dying of laughter. Like you know, Trey seemed so unconcerned for his tens of thousands of dollars in very rare guitar plastic. gear. The amp uh, wasn't. That's true. The the yeah. one of a kind train wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, 
Let, page okay, here's was a, completely covered, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, right? Yeah, we are. Here's another question before we get into the set list. Did Fish play a full show? Depends I, on what band you're comparing them to. I'm I'm sure if you went back to the 90s, there are two set shows that are shorter than last night's. Yeah. Yes. Without a yeah. doubt. So, I mean, if we had to get a weather delay, I'm glad we got, you know, a set and a half with meaningful jamming in it you know even like, the recent one set weather delay shows mm-hmm. come out to about two hours yeah so we got two hours i i i guarantee fish wishes they could have played for three hours guarantee Definitely. it you can Definitely. you could just go listen to trey and fishman at the last minutes of the live fish recording and you'll know yeah um yeah. they yeah. they were in it for sure um okay Thank you for humoring me there. Um, I did not watch the webcast. I listened this morning. So, um, well, okay. So, so yeah, let's get into it. And Megan is on a an airplane coming back to uh, her home from this, these shows, or she would join us. Brian is is doing things. So the three of us are going to handle it. And it's going to be quick because, you know, that's what we're here for. Quick okay. Set, set one is Car Struck Buses, Wave of Hope, Funky Bitch, Hey Stranger, Lawn Boy, Back on the Train. When the circus comes, it's ice blaze on. Um, Ryan, how do you think that set unfolded, and uh, what were some hi- some of your highlights? I think it's really cool that on paper, you know, without looking at times of the songs, you'd look at this and be like, "Oh wow, a lot of songs, probably nothing crazy." Then you look at the times, and oh, Wave of Hope was twenty minutes. Um, and so I, you know, I was really happy about how that unfolded. Uh, you know, and Brian brought up a great point um, in our group chat this morning um, that the jamming was very just like clean tray, not, not a reliance on effects in this jam. Uh, and it just had this very uplifting quality to it. Something that they're playing, you know, in the daylight in, in the middle of July on a nice summer evening. Um, you know, and I just, I thought it was a phenomenal jam and I love to see a huge jam early in the show like that. Yeah. I, I will take that, you know, straight ahead, big solo, jam performance in the in the first set without the wacky delay weirdness and heavy synth freaked outedness as long Mm -hmm. as they're going to give it to you later which i feel like they were gonna um (laughs) and and stuff did go down in the second set but um staying on the first i i thought it was pretty good i mean car struck buses to open i know megan was on this show with me last week sometime and kind of not uh loving this song because of how many times she saw it back in the day and then this morning she acknowledged that she hasn't seen it since 97 oh um oops uh great i love that as an opener uh then then big wave of hope uh and then yeah we get some songs but everybody gets a turn uh i think hey stranger has good potential once they 100%. got a, got a few runs of it under their belt um and uh, back on the train, chugled but didn't go far. And uh, solid, it's ice. And I think a good blaze on closer. Uh, did they? They didn't have to stop early. They got to pretty much their seventy-five minutes. Yeah. And it was during the break that on the webcast they popped up the rain delay info. Yeah, uh, I, I think set break was only like five to ten minutes longer than normal because of the weather delay. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it I kind of lost track of that because I wandered off. <laughs> it happens 
<laughs> that happens. Um, I thought it, it seems like they were really happy to be at this venue. It seems like both nights they were like, they like being here. So hopefully they'll go back. Right. It seems like that was like, yeah. they had a really good vibe mm-hmm. coming to that. Um, I, I really like, I feel like we've made this point recently about, you know, new songs and improv and, and how they're all, you know, the way I feel is, is that the, the new songs give them fuel for improv. And I feel like wave of hope, like represents that so well, you know, it just, absolutely. And Mike, I feel like Mike was coming through this whole show in a, in a way that was a little bit different from other shows, but maybe it was just my listening was, was slightly different. I I feel like in this jam, he, Mike's effects were really prominent and he was kind of driving more of it. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that, but I also like, we've talked about this major key bliss jam peak thing and like whether that's like a an easy place to go to but i i feel like these this tour trey's been kind of building these peaks like he did at wave of hope that's like more guitar driven than full band mm-hmm. but it still feels organic it doesn't feel like a like a easy place to go it just feels more organic but i wonder what you guys think about that about mike being prominent or and or the kind of peaks of this this tour so far yeah, I really don't think Trey's going to that major key space as a crutch. You know, I feel like for a while in 3.0, you could kind of describe it as that, um, which, you know, not to discount those jams either, but it was like a, you know, we're comfortable in this space. We're going to go there. We're gonna, That's how this jam is going to unfold. It feels like, as you mentioned, like it, they organically find their way into this major key jam. And Trey has sounded so good over the past week on this tour, you know, just very well rehearsed. His phrasing is absolutely incredible. You know, he, the benefit of playing with tab recently and, you know, in the trio shows last month, uh, I think really helped him creatively, you know, talking about, Hey stranger, you know, I'm hoping we see something later this summer, like that, that one from the trio run that was like 15 minutes long. I absolutely love that song. Um, But yeah, Trey is just, you know, He's he's leading the band as confidently as he has, you know, since since 2021. Like that, this is really really good to hear. I agree with that fully, but I, I'll also want to kind of speak to the point about Mike. I don't think it's uh, new on this show. I've been hearing it throughout the tour. Mike sounds really good in the mixes. Depends on how you're listening, though, a little bit. So that might be your experience today, RJ, because I notice it's different when I'm on like my AirPods versus when I'm pumping it through the speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike does cut through nicely in the mix, and I'm hearing a lot of conversational uh, playing in the jams uh, with him and Trey. Uh, I've got you know some of it to speak of in the set two. Uh, well, so we'll get to that, but yeah, I think, I think he sounds good. Paige and Fishman are just on it, of course. And I don't want to not mention them because those guys just keep killing it. Yeah. I think this whole, like all the listening I've done has been kind of page focused or the hearing at least. Like I just, mm-hmm. Paige has been like coming through so strong um, on, on everything. And I feel like last night, so I think I, my, my hearing, my listening was, was different to last night's show, but um, so we yeah. have a, yeah, yeah. Go. Can I ask a, a yeah. question of you guys? Yeah. Um, I know on Spring Tour they had Vance Powell in the truck mixing the stuff for Live Fish, so they would you know do the live mix. Unlike previous tours, you know they weren't sending the live PA mix out to Live Fish. Vance Powell was doing a mix in the back live or whatever for Live Fish. Do we know if he's doing this tour? Uh, I I haven't seen any indication and. It definitely sounds different. Uh, I, I I would guess that he's not there. I, I 
actually forgot to pay but attention to the credits last night to see if it was still still sounds better than last yeah. summer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Interesting. At least we're in agreement there. Yeah, I do not um <laughs> it's interesting. I guess the credits are what you know, and we you know, we could find out. We can I'll find out. But let's, yeah, I wanna, let's just uh take a note and look into it between what, us because I you know I'm not RJ will talk to his people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what um what is the um what is the difference that you guys hear? I mean, is there a way to describe it? Like to because I I'm really even though I'm an audio professional technically, I don't like <laughs> hear differences really when I'm listening to this stuff. Um, I mean, th- some things sound a little more like rich or not. You know, I guess what like what would the difference be between like a good and and a not so good mix on, on live fish? To me, it's about hear, being able to hear the players as I listen and isolate them, but mm-hmm. without them being mixed too far ahead or behind anything. You know, a good balance to the mix. You know, with so many <laughs> instruments, and and that's largely attributed to Page and Fishman, right? Mm-hmm. So many sources coming in to be mixed. It, it can be tricky. Uh, and then the EQing and stuff, which is where the mud can develop if it's not yeah. done well. And I'm not a pro at this, just why I have somebody else mix my albums. But I have an idea of what sounds good because, you know, I know when it doesn't. And I'm hearing, I think, good sound these days. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's you know, you mentioned about the separation. And it's, yeah, like you can usually still, like last fall, I could still pick out what everyone was doing, but it took more effort and it it was very, and it'll muddy. wear your ears out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, trying to, trying to pick out Mike during the MSG run was like, that wasn't easy. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. That's, that's, that's helpful and totally fair. Um, so, so set two, we get a classic four song second set here. Classic. Um, big time, <laughs> big time. Whoa. Chalk dust into oblivion, the wedge, sense and subtle sounds. Um, my only notes are yes, because I, I thought those jams, both of them were really like complimentary, but also just there's a lot going on there and um, really great, promising start to that second set. But um, Ryan, what, what's your take on the second set? I mean, chalk dust, you know, coming out of the gate for the second set, you know, you know, the jam is about to get good and you know that Trey wants to get to that, that extended jam when he like skips portions of the song or like kind of rushes it, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like he did that at the Baker's dozen too. And, you know, you see it pop up all the time. Um, but yeah, you could tell this was going somewhere from the beginning. Um, and it did like great, great space, but I really want to talk about this oblivion. You know, we heard it debuted last week. We know uh, that Tom is really excited about this song. And therefore I assume Trey is also really excited about this song. Um, you know, it's the first new one to get a second play on this tour. Um, and it's like, what was it like 15, 17 minutes, even, uh, close to that last night, like 1736 on live fish. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. Uh, you know, page doing some excellent work on the synths, you know, unfortunately, um, it looked like, you know, they had to cover, uh, some of his synths uh, kind of towards the end of this jam. So he was back on piano, but he was doing some amazing, amazing keyboard work. You know, RJ, you mentioned your listening being very page centric. Um, and th- this jam definitely, I loved uh, hearing what he was doing. Um, and then the wedge, you know, they started the song and I was kind of thinking to myself, like, are they playing it in the wrong key? Like this sounds like the wrong key, but usually, you know, when Trey starts a song in the wrong key, 
the rest of the band will or like Mike and Paige will be like, buddy, you're in the wrong key. And then they'll, they'll fix it pretty quickly. But then it was really, you know, watching the webcast and seeing a few minutes into the song, Trey just start laughing like to himself uh, and like looking at the other guys, which when he realized like, always fun when, yeah. when Trey is just laughing and still playing and yeah. not derailing the song. Cause yeah, sometimes and, when, yeah. when there's a flub, like you say, they'll stop and restart or they'll make, you know, but sometimes those kinds of corrections derail the song a little bit. Yeah. Uh, still fun, but professional well, musicians. Yeah. Um, so if type, one jamming is when you jam the song and don't, you know, really modulate out of it. Type two is when the song modulates into different keys and other themes uh, is type three is like just pure space. Type four. Is that like just playing the song in the wrong key? Can Nobody we, even knows. That? Can we coin that? Um, <laughs> type tray. <laughs> type tray. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is oblivion is so promising though. You know, it's really, just, really, it's cool that that it's almost like it almost has a thread style, uh, you know, point where I'm sure that when they were writing it, they were like laughing about, you know, screaming at people when they're, you know, at shows and, <laughs> you know, in different states of consciousness. But um, it's just cool. It's like a really interesting multi-part song. Really, really cool. Um, and I, I and like it, song a lot. it flows really well for a multi-part kind of song like it just it doesn't feel like that it feels it just hangs together really nicely and the jam they pulled out of it this time i thought was really good promising for the future as well um and i want to go back to that chalk dust jam yeah uh yeah. because i loved it um and there's this bit um i think i talked about it in our uh yeah it's in our our group text uh the hfi group text it's about eight and a half minutes or so trey is playing uh, a melody that is very similar to the bit they sing at the end of the lyrics of waves let's see on the wind and underwater mm. it's very close to that melody arguably uh he's teasing that mike is right there kind of supporting that eight twenty five or so i don't know you want to be precise but um yeah so it's in there uh maybe um he does it a couple of times but even if you want to say it's not that and that's fair it's beautiful and uh just really nice spot and yet there's still like another 10 minutes to go in that jam and it really does go it's great great performance um <laughs> wedge surprisingly together considering and yeah. then I feel like this was going to be the biggest sense and subtle sounds if they'd been able to keep playing. But um, hey, it'll open to, tomorrow night's show. I, yeah, I'm really curious to know what they do with that. They're going to come back to it at some mm -hmm. point. I don't think they do the intro night. again. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, you mean like Harpua it? So where they're just like, okay, we did that part last time. We'll yeah, we, we, played the in, we played the intro on Wednesday, so we're going to start with the song now. So, which gives brings to mind the, the the point that I've raised on here before is shouldn't we track sense and subtle sounds intro separately from sense and subtle sounds because they have stood apart and they're like a horse, like a horse silent, like a horse silent yes, kind of situation. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Um, that's a rhetorical question. You guys yeah. I was say. Um, um, go ahead, Jonathan. Well, I wanted to address, there's a couple comments about the, uh, you know, 
like Fishman referenced Taylor Swift didn't stop, right? And and so somebody great. asks, has Taylor why has Taylor Swift played a couple shows in the pouring rain, but Fish cut it short? And the answer is actually pretty simple. When it's raining, it's fine. Two degrees, you know, obviously equipment concerns cover the equipment. Uh, I don't I haven't seen a Taylor Swift show. Like I don't know what her band looks like mm -hmm. or what kind of cover they may have but trey's got very expensive gear and paige has got very expensive gear some of this stuff is like rare if not unique and so there's some concerns there but the real thing is when there is lightning they got to clear these venues or they got to try mm -hmm. to get everybody undercover because then it's a safety issue and somebody yeah. uh somewhere commented about the lightning striking right behind the stage as Trey was talking about not wanting to get off the stage. So uh, I wasn't there. I didn't see that lightning because it didn't really come through on the podcast. I mean, on the webcast or the podcast. Um, but I have to trust that they are doing it with the safety. You can tell the band did not want to stop, but they had to. Yeah. As Paige was drowning in tarps, that that was that was hilarious. No, he's playing like piano, covering him <laughs> while he's playing. They're covering like they're gonna suffocate gear, him. him. Yeah, there was a cameraman under there too for a moment too. It was totally wild. If you were watching last night, you saw and maybe I think they should release the sense and subtle sounds video like they yeah. did the tweezer yeah. the other night. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, I do. I just like that John Fishman thinks about Taylor Swift as much as I do. You know, yeah, like that. It's just like it was on the top of his mind. Like he's got that, kids that, too. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah, true. it's amazing. I mean, what do you? Well, first of all, there's a comment here that I want to get your guys' take on um, mm -hmm. from C. Will. I'll take last night over Tuesday any day of the week. Did you guys take last night's uh, abbreviated show over Tuesday's full show? I think last night was a stronger show than Tuesday uh, overall, you know, despite the delay. Again, we talked about you still got two hours of music, uh, which is pretty great. You know, from Tuesday, the only thing that I'm probably going to go back to is the song I heard the ocean sing and light. You know, there's not really much else that I'm going to go back uh, and listen to. Last night, you know, I could see myself definitely revisiting the wave of hope. You know, I mean, Hey Stranger, just because I love Fish playing that song. You know, the chalk dust, the oblivion, like... It's definitely more re-listen value uh, in last night's show. Two very different shows. Yes. I mean, yeah. leave aside the rain delay. No matter what, these two shows were destined to be different, and they are. And I I don't know. Sitting at home, uh, I got to bed a little earlier last night, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> they were they're doing it for, for those people who had to, had to get to bed. I got to ask you guys one last thing, which is, We've talked about the magical 20-minute jam, um, which obviously we've also talked about the fact that that's not really doesn't mean anything. But we've had several jams that are between 18 and 19 minutes. And I just I want Fish to know if they don't already, they probably do know. But, you know, this 20-minute mark means more money for music education for through the Mockingbird 20-minute challenge. So I want them to just... You know, take those eighteen forty. You know, just stretch it out another minute. Just play for another can, minute. We can raise right. more money for, for the for kids. kids. I'll <laughs> counter this for you guys, okay. which is to say that if our listeners all support Live Fish, a portion of Live Fish proceeds <laughs> goes to the Mockingbird Foundation. Fair. So, 
Make these sure eight, you these eighteen forty five, eighteen forty five, eighteen fifty. I'm like you're, you're just you just you're so close. But that is a good point. That is a good I, point. I, I I told you. Well, maybe you weren't here. I told Brian the over under on twenty minute jams is ten, and I took the under for this tour. Okay, interesting. Uh, well, Wave of Hope was nineteen fifty nine, uh, based on live fish timing. So. Oh, it was. Oh, I thought it was eighteen. Okay. On on, on live so fish, close. it's nineteen minutes and fifty nine seconds. Um, Look, so like, you know, you guys, if you're out there and you're doing this uh, mockingbird challenge thing, and they're just getting close, get the money anyways. Fair. All right. Fine. That's a good solution, Jonathan. That's Jonathan Solutions Heart over here. Um, well, like like the abbreviated show. We are going to leave you here with an abbreviated quick hit. This is pretty quick. Tr- truly quick. Perfect. Tr- this truly is an actual quick. quick hit. Actual quick hit. Ryan, will you come back and talk to us again? Absolutely. I, anytime. I'd love to. Thank you for having me. It was nice to have you. It's thanks always good here. to talk with you. And thanks, always Jonathan. A pleasure. Thanks, everybody. We will um, see you back here on, I guess, Saturday, recapping Friday night's show. So Woo. everybody have fun, travel safe, and hope, uh, hope, hope these weekend shows can happen. In Don't full. even... Don't don't do yeah, that. Hey, go early to Star Lake. Traffic there is bad. That's what from I'm saying. The Dead and Company reports. So get there early. Also, I'm the world for Syracuse. This this whole the storms need to like just chill out for a second. I can't. I I'm too excited. <laughs> Not you, storm. I meant the real storms. But good one. That was actually that was really good. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>